Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 63 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest is Lori Rowe. She makes a great, great barbecue sauce and dips that are sold in local shops in Calgary here, and also at uh, Millerville um, Farmer's Market here, just outside of Calgary. I've tried one, I bought it at the store, and I fell in love with it. It was the Maple Campfire Dipping Sauce. It was so good, I really enjoyed it. And the name of the brand is Jordan's General Store Limited. So I've been enjoying that. I had a little bit today on my food. It was really, really good. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And if you head over to the Alberta Podcast Network website right now, between May 18th and June 17th, you can fill out a survey about the Podcast Network, and there's three chances to win a cash prize of $100. So make sure you go... Um, fill out the survey, and just tell us what you think about it. That website, again, is the albertapodcastnetwork.com slash survey. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to the Loyal Company of the River Valley. Um, with the Canadian Premier League just starting, um, they're a couple weeks into it now, um, I thought it was a great idea just to give that a listen. Uh, they mostly focus on the FC Edmonton team, but... They're talking about all things Canadian Premier League, so make sure you check that out. It's for fans, by fans, hosted by Adam and Nate. Like I said, it's a great podcast, and if you're into soccer, make sure you check it out. And again, loyal company of the River Valley. Check them out. Oh, hey, so welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast. Today I have Lori here from Jordan's... Um, General Store. Jordan's General Store. So to give the listeners a reason why I wanted you on the podcast is I found your barbecue sauce, and it was the uh, maple, the maple one, and I fell in love with it. It's so good. It's delicious. And then I saw you guys were from um, Black Diamond, so a little bit outside of Calgary here, and... I reached out, and thanks for getting back to me, and um, I'm excited. I read about you guys online as well. I went, but give me a little bit more of the background and how this came about. I come from a very long line of, of cooks and farm wives, and we love cooking for people. Um, I have a cousin that has a dessert kitchen. I have another cousin that has a, a farm market and bakery. Um, we love cooking, and we love to see the enjoyment on people's faces. Well, when I retired uh, a few years ago, um, I knew I would have my own business. My husband has his company, and I knew I'd have mine, but I just wasn't sure what. And as, as one person said, you'll know what it is when you open your wallet. <laughs> and I found this awesome sauce, and I went, hmm, wow, this is pretty cool. And while I was trying to import it in from the States, uh, my nephew, who's a chef, said, Aunt Lori, you have good sauces too, you know. And so I looked in my own recipe book and started out with a couple of my grandma's recipes. Um, 
I had to, basically every recipe I, I took, I ended up revamping it a little bit, changing it from a kitchen recipe to a, a commercial recipe. Okay. Instead of making two cups, you're making, you know, four gallons at a time. Yeah. And that was, that was a definitely a learning experience. The labeling, uh, the nutritional facts table was a whole different avenue. But basically, it had to taste good. I wasn't looking for something that was uh, a specialty item. I wasn't looking for um, any, you know, niche market. I, I wanted something that would taste good. Yeah. Um, originally, when I was, when I had these sauces, I used them for my kids to eat leftovers. Oh, okay. Which is bizarre, but, and, and it's still working because when they phone and go, I'm coming by... And I go, oh, okay. Well, what are we having for supper? Leftovers. And they go, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. Something's working. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of repurposing leftovers. We're a big leftover family at my house, too. So we're always trying to use up what we can and not let anything go to waste. And... If you can add a dipping sauce. So I have four dipping sauces and one barbecue sauce. Um, and then I have a secret for you that I'll tell you later. <laughs> But my dipping sauces, it's so that the kids could take the favorite one that, of their sauce. So whether it was my smoky or my maple campfire, and they would then pick whatever the leftovers they wanted, heat them up. So they are dipping in the maple campfire. They're pouring it on top of their rice. They're dipping the chicken fingers in it. They've got a, a little bit of a, a bagel, and they're dipping that in it. Yeah. So that was the whole reason. It, it was to help my kids eat leftovers. Okay. Um, and, and it's such good quality. The maple campfire is made with real maple syrup, which, of course, is pretty awesome. Coming yes. from an Ontario background, you have to have real maple syrup. Oh, okay. So that was, that was why, I, why I went into sauces. Nice. Um, you talked about opening up your recipe book. Are all these recipes that you use passed down from your like grandmother to mother or anything like that? Or the piquant is um, the mustard-based one. Is the maple campfire is one that I made. Okay. It started with a recipe that that a basic, and then went. Oh no! Well, I like maple and I like sweet. Yeah. Um, almost all my sauces are sweet. Yeah. They're they're not a, a harsh flavor at all. Um, <clears throat> So some of them are, I guess, but some of them, every one of them had to be tweaked a bit from my kitchen recipe. Okay. So like I said at first, I fell in love with the maple campfire. What are the other flavors that you have? The maple campfire was my very first one. So, and it's definitely um, one of my top sellers. It was, it originally came out called Canada 150. Okay. And then I didn't want to date it. So I and it was Canada 150 campfire. So I used that one, changed it to the maple campfire, and then brought out my smoky smoky. It's a, a bold smoke flavor. Um, you can dip pork bites in it. Um, um, I was at the farmers market, and this family that was obviously from Europe was coming by, and they had some uh, pepperoni sticks. I think they were Longview beef jerky pepperoni sticks, actually, from Longview. Which are delicious. Oh, they are. <laughs> and they're local as well. Yes. 
and they were dipping it or they were they were trying it and I could tell the one lady was kind of one girl was kind of making a, a face and I said what's the matter and she said oh it, it's so spicy I said well hold on a minute and so I gave her a little cup of my smoky smoky dipping sauce and she dipped it in and went oh oh this is good and pretty soon I had this whole group of, of um, Europeans off a bus, I think, <laughs> surrounding me, running to get their pepperoni sticks that were, were spicy so they could dip it in my smoky smoky. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a huge fan of dipping, so I appreciate that story. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it must have been, did you feel overwhelmed with all these people and having this great reception almost? And It is so cool, my little sauces. Yeah. That that my little family recipes and and people love them the feedback i'm getting it just overwhelms you nice yeah it's pretty cool that that's pretty awesome um one of the things you said on the phone really when we talked before really connected with me and i never really thought about it until you said it it was um and, and i forget exactly how you said it but it was we were talking about having busy days and he said but at the end of the day, you get to see the appreciation with the customers and the people and the smile on their face. That really stuck out to me, and it's, it's part of the reason why I always loved cooking is you get that appreciation from the customers or people trying your food. And, um, I think I get more of that at home now. Like when I cook <laughs> for friends and family, it's always fun. Um, when did that really start for you? When were you... When was that first time you saw that really big smile on the customer and you had your satisfaction? I can tell you exactly. It was a little kid. He was about three years old and his name was Riley. And him and his grandpa came by and he said, oh, Riley, do you want to try this sauce? And I said, well, you know, you know if it was a Mrs. J's, that's the kid's favorite. And, and I believe it was the maple. I said, but sure, go ahead and, and see if he likes it. And Riley took the cup, stuck his tongue into it, because it was just this little cup, stuck his tongue into it, looked at his grandpa, gave a creepy grin, and then gave me a two thumbs up. Nice. Apparently, if Riley likes it, it's a one thumbs up, and I got a two thumbs up. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I like those moments, those moments that really shine and stick out. That's pretty cool. Um, so we talked about the... the the maple campfire mm-hmm. you talked about smoky smoke mm-hmm. what what are the other two flavors that you have the next one that that i made was pecant okay there's only four ingredients in it um it's a it's a sweet dipping sauce with a zing um it has a nutmeg and dry mustard combination oh, nice. so it is it's definitely a you either love it or you hate it if you like, if you're a foodie, it's the unusual combination um, that you'll appreciate. Um, if you don't like nutmeg, don't try it. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I'm a fan of nutmeg. I, I like those unusual combinations because they may sound unusual, but they come together so nice sometimes. And it has a beautiful blue label or a band on the bottom of it. Yeah. Um, all of my sauces are kind of color-coded. <clears throat> I like the fact that you can look at it and know what you're going for. Um, and in this one, <coughs> excuse me, 
And in this one, it's, it's my only vegetarian one. It's okay. also vegan. Um, it's also made without gluten. And I love it on meatballs. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I had some good meatballs on my last podcast. So <laughs> they were really, really good. Um, and they were gluten-free. And um, Yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. So maybe we have to connect you guys. Well, I put this, um, I'll pour it on top of a meatloaf. If you're doing mini meatloafs, I'll uh, brush it on the top. Um, it's also, um, some people are using it for dipping their shrimp. Okay. The maple, you could use it on your salmon. I like the maple campfire on top of a, a grilling salmon. Okay, nice. Um, the the piquant is, is definitely an unusual one. It's, it's such a unique flavor. That's the part that I have people coming back for it. Um, it's the one that is my that is my least bestseller, and it's the one I have the most returning customers for. Interesting. Bizarre combo, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like a good product, so people want it over and over again. I think it's trying to get people to get it the first time. Then. Yes. Yes, I always sample two. I'm at the Millerville Farmers Market this year okay. on Saturdays, and I always sample two of them, um, just because of your taste. Sometimes you'll not want the gluten that's in the smoky, but you will on the. You'll be able to do it on the piquant. Yeah. Um, that's... And it depends if you've got your pepperoni with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I have to get the long view again and get some pepperoni and dip <laughs> because. Longview has some great products. I like their beef jerky. Um, it was one of those things that was first told me to me when I moved to Calgary was, well, you have to go to Longview and get beef jerky. It's so good. So I'm, I'm glad I made that trek out there. And Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose where you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local non-for-profits that are working to make a difference in their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power owner Chris Kosaski, and we love local here at Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. And, you know, talking local, whether it's your power or your awesome dips or barbecue sauces, local is a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. What's the next sauce that you have? Or then- dipping? The next one I have is Mrs. J's dipping sauce. Um, it's a, um, a mustard ketchup vinegar combination. Okay. What I love doing with it is mixing it half and half with mayonnaise because it's just like the Icelandic hot dog sauce. Okay. I ch- and that was, that was my personal opinion on it. I did have a lady come by from Iceland, and I said, oh, where are you from? And, and she told me, I went, oh, cool, you have to try this sauce. And she tried it, and she went, oh, it is. <laughs> she was so shocked about it. <laughs> I've never had Icelandic hot dog sauce. So. Oh, in Iceland, it's this cool little kiosk. Um, my husband and I did a, a little trip up there and was told, you have to go get a hot dog. I am not a hot dog fan. Grew up on them. Don't really need any more hot dogs in my life, actually. Yeah. We went for a hot dog. And you drive up, and it's just like something out of the movies. There's this little lady, and, and your order is one hot dog or two. 
<laughs> and they give you the hot dog and they throw the sauce on it and onions if you want it and hand it off to you. And there's like taxi cabs pulling up and the doors are opening and people are running in, grabbing their thing and their hot dogs and jumping back into the taxi cab. <laughs> and of course it's snowing like crazy. And I, they have little tables. I've never seen them before, but they're tables, like a little bistro table. And they have little scoops in the middle, like a, a flat area. And what it is, they're hot dog holders. So they have like three or four of these little scallops in the middle of the table. And everybody just puts their second hot dog there while they eat the first one. And this hot dog was the best. I probably could have eaten the second one, except my husband ate all three. So. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of him because it sounds good. It's, it, I, when I talk about food a lot of times, I talk about the experience of food and not just the food itself. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like one of those great experiences where it's, it's not just the hot dog. It's you're going to this little place, this mom and pop place, and it's a table. And when you talk about the table with the little grooves <laughs> in it, my eyes lit up because that's, it sounds like fun. And it sounds it like was such a cool adventure. Yeah. And, and we went in January. That would be interesting, too. <laughs> so where did the name Miss J's come from for this, this Well, song? for Jordan. Okay. And Jordan is my grandparents' name. Okay. So that's where it came down. Um, when I first started out, my very first job um, was at a little general store that my aunt and uncle owned in the little village that I grew up in. So I worked there, and when it came time to name it, I had originally thought I would do a bricks-and-mortar store. That was kind of the idea that was, you know, turning around that in Black Diamond I'd do a bricks-and-mortar store. Um, It would be a place that the interesting things could be, like a a game from your childhood or um, good food, just little, little souvenir things that in the food area. Yeah. And then realizing what the economy in Alberta was doing, bricks and mortar is not the way to go right now. And so at that point it was, okay, well, I need products for inside my general store. And, and I just kept the name. Um, Jordan is a, a name I'm very, very proud of. And um, my husband, when we were first getting married, my husband asked me if I wanted to keep my maiden name which was extremely progressive 35 years ago. (laughs) And I had said to him, uh, if it was Jordan, I would, but I'll take your name. So that was was, um, definitely a moment when it made me realize um, my grandparents, what what solid citizens they were and and what what a history. Um, my byline for Jordan's General Store is a solid tradition. And what I'm hoping that will churn up for you is, is the home-baked apple pie or the, the sitting around in the evening listening to your grandparents or your aunt and uncles tell stories about the shenanigans they got up to when they were growing up. And, yeah. you know, the screen door banging as people are coming in and out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> It brings back good memories, like this fun memories, I guess. So it's almost a comfort food. Yes. In a byline. <laughs> does yeah. that make sense? <laughs> it does. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside, almost. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. That's and it's something that um, you have to have good quality 
Um, yeah. It needs to be accessible. It what I what I didn't want is a huge bottle of sauce that somebody who's on their own is going to, you know, a year and a half later go, oh, right, this was in the back of the fridge because it didn't fit anywhere else. My jars are, are smaller stout bottles. They feel good in your hand when you hold them, and they fit. They don't have to be in the door. They can go in the drawer. They can go in the cheese drawer. They can, they fit in your fridge where you need them to be. Nice. It's always going to be fresh. You've got enough for, you know, a, a family of, of two meals, or you can you can have your, your fondues and your dipping or your uh, uh, cheese raclette. Um, use that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, when you said fondue, that brought up a great memory, I guess, just fondue and dipping, uh, something that I really enjoy. I'm a big dipper, so... <laughs> Dipping is a big part of my life, whether it's something simple as a ranch or a nice barbecue sauce or dipping sauce. Okay, <laughs> I have to tell you a story. I was at Spruce Meadows Christmas Market, and I had, I had a lady come by, and you could tell she was kind of looking at me, and then she yells down the hallway, Harold, it's that dippy lady. <laughs> And then she comes in and buys more of my sauces, and Harold comes and finds her, and away they go. <laughs> my family thinks that's hilarious, it calling is. me the dippy lady. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds almost like a kid calling you it, but I'm glad. Uh, I hope Harold had a great Christmas that year. I think he must have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else is coming out for you guys, or ladies? <sighs> well... I have samples here for you, Avery, of a brand new barbecue sauce and a jalapeno barbecue sauce. It's it's just been developed. It hasn't even been produced yet. Um, and I'm hoping you'll be seeing that around Calgary. I'm making it in the food service size, uh, 3.78 liters. Oh, okay. And it will be made by Jordan's General Store, but I'm calling it Jordan Ridge. Oh. And there is where my, my grandpa's farm was back home. Um, you went across the river, and then you went up over a hill, and then there was this ridge, and you had a huge 360 view of the Purple Hills of Creemore this little town and we would always go back up there hunting for cows and and bringing the lost ones home Um, but the ridge really had a lot of of memories whether we went up and went uh, we tried tobogganing a couple of years (laughs) where the where the pass where the cows made a, a trek down through the bush through the timber on this hillside we thought oh okay we'll just take our our um uh sleds up there and we'll follow the track because it was all snow covered. Thought this is awesome. Well, the only problem is the cow's trail made a, a left, and we didn't, so we went right into the bush. And there was hawthorn trees up there. Oh. <laughs> so my little cousin was really little, and she ended up with this hawthorn in her her knee, and uh. that kind of kiboshed the rest of our <laughs> the rest of our tobogganing. <laughs> but still, sounds like fun though. It was fun. And these are family things that every Friday night we would go to our grandparents. 
And we're talking teenagers and, you know, the grandkids with their boyfriends would show up on Friday night at the grandparents. Um, it's something that when families are further away, it's harder to accomplish. Yeah. Like, like even your, your mother-in-law being in Edmonton. It's yeah. still a long enough track. You don't go there for Sunday dinners. Like she's just visiting in there. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, most most of my family is in Nova Scotia, so. Oh, that's even further to go for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't make it there too often, but when I do, it's usually fun. So. Oh yeah, you'll be you'll remember the sitting around the tables and having the laughter and yeah. and telling jokes and you know ribbing each other and telling of pranks that have happened. Yeah. So. And I have one before, um, I have one actual barbecue sauce that, that I developed and I had been asked by a, a, a rep from a diet company to make a barbecue sauce that was low carbs that tasted good. Okay. And I thought, oh, there's so many others out there. They'll be fine. So, you know, my friend had one, oh, try this one and... and it was really bad. <laughs> I told her to throw it out, actually. Um, and so I started working on this. Pulled off a few um, recipes off the internet. And I thought, why reinvent the wheel? Somebody's already done this. And they were all awful. I probably ended up throwing out about eight different batches before I found one that's a keeper. Okay. It's, it's low carb. It's diabetic friendly. Um, there's no gluten in it. It's also low sodium. Nice. But, and it's really thick. You open that jar, and because of the stout bottle with the neck on it, it's like you got to get the, the knife in there and get it started because it kind of um, does a little airlock almost at that shoulder. Yeah. But once you get it started, um, it is, it's worth eating. Nice. And that is something that I was totally shocked. I thought, oh, there's so many others around, though. Why am I... Why am I already? Why am I making something that there's obviously so much others out there? But you can eat it and not have a guilty conscience. Nice. I like that idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty much our time. I like to end up. Where can people find all your like Jordan General Store stuff? Like besides online, but in stores. I'm at Millerville Farmer's Market every Saturday. It's uh, where I started. It's hometown. Um, Love supporting them. We have it in about a dozen stores right now. Um, Right from the Say Cheese from Rogerie. Um, It's going to be, it's just in the process of being accepted at Sobeys. Oh, nice. Um, That'll be a month or two down the road yet ask for it. Maybe they'll get it in sooner. Who knows? Um, Bonton Meats, uh, Lena's Italian Center in Calgary. Um, There's a little uh, boutique store in Black Diamond um, that says, bring in your sauces. I want to have them. Nice. So that's on my list to do probably in the next week or so. Um, Black Diamond's a destination town. Spend the afternoon there. You can go from the little bakery to the to the um, art shop. You can go down to the wood place. There's everything you need, um, including the hotel. Yeah, and I know I like Black Diamond. I always stop there at Merv's because oh yes, I have to get a milkshake or a malt. And... He now has fried chicken. Nice. It's a new thing that he added a couple of months ago. It seems like it'd be fitting for there. 
absolutely. Yeah. And it and it's such a good ambiance. It, it again, it's that it's that feeling that you're getting about the experience. Yes. And hopefully Jordan's General Store with the gourmet dipping sauces, when you're dipping in your chicken finger into that maple campfire, you're getting that same feeling of good food. And, and as my mother would say, I hope it warms the cockles of your heart. Nice, nice. <laughs> and thanks again for coming on the podcast. This was really fun. You're welcome. I loved it. Thanks.